Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I am here to bring you the post-match coverage of Germany's big 2-0 win over Liechtenstein. And what a start to the Hansi Flick era. Now I know some people who watch the game might be a little frustrated that Germany only won 2-0. But let me try and be a voice of reason here in saying that there were a lot of good things that I think you could take out of that game if you were a Germany fan. And Liechtenstein, uh, you know, they sat back. They played a very defensive style. Germany uh, just had possession for what seemed like the entire time. And uh, I think that, you know, when you're playing a team like that, it's content to sit back and dig in and not even try and go forward. It's very frustrating. It's frustrating for the players. It's frustrating for the coaches and the fans alike. But I thought Germany handled it well. They kept trying to find new and creative ways to get into the box and, uh, they kept working, and that's one of the things that I think was very key to uh, the effort. And that might be something that's a little different than from what we saw in the Yogi Love era, as as Germany really did look like they were playing with a purpose. They looked like they were trying to do things. Even when they were unsuccessful, you could see the intent behind what they were doing. So I came away very impressed with Germany in the match, and... Uh, I think it's a sign of things to come. I think that Hansi Flick has a way of relating and communicating to players, and I think his style is going to be a welcome fit for Germany, and this is the start of something really, really good. And for as much grief as the German players have gotten over the past couple of years and all the criticism that the roster has taken, it seems like Flick might have an idea of how to use some of these players maybe a little bit better than Yogi Love did. So uh, let's take a quick look at the game and... Just break down how things went. I guess the first thing to discuss was the starting lineup. Um, and when we looked at it, there were some surprises there. Rydelbach, who got the start at right back. Uh, you know, his three defensive mates, Nicholas Sula, Tilo Kerrer, and Robin Guzins. Uh, Sula and Guzins were not exactly surprises, but Kerrer was. I did not think we would see him so soon. Uh, Yashua Kimmich and Ilkay Gundogan started in the midfield, of course, I would have assumed that Leon Goretzka would have a start, but Flick went with Gundogan, and um, you know, I didn't come away super impressed by Gundogan, but I often do not come away really impressed by him. Uh, as far as the attacking foursome went, uh, Flick started with Jamal Musiala and Leroy Sané on the wings, and of course you know if you've listened to me or read my work that I think Jamal Musiala is great, should be starting for both club and country, and I'm glad to see he was rewarded by Hansi Flick with a start. Leroy Sané, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know if he would start, but I will tell you this, he put in a good performance. And hopefully that's a sign of, of things to come for him for both club and country as well. And in between in between those two wings, we had Kai Havertz playing as the 10 and Timo Werner playing as a striker. Uh, the Chelsea duo, who I thought were really, really good on the day. And, you know, I, I know that Werner will take heat, right? I mean, so... He had a lot of opportunities in the game. Uh, not all of them were great opportunities. So when he did um, you know, either put a header high or hit a shot into the goalie, I didn't think that those were bad takes by him at all. In fact, I think that uh, the Lechtenstein goalkeeper, uh, Benjamin Bukel, was uh, very good on the day. So uh, I was very impressed with the attacking uh, foursome that started the game. I thought they moved really well and were creative and working together. I thought Kai Havertz was really... Uh, on the ball a lot in the beginning of the game and looking to be involved and eventually they did break through and make things happen. So how exactly did that happen? <laughs> um, 
in the 41st minute, uh, Jamal Musiala just, he was great, but he uh, put through a, a tremendous effort dribbling and finding Timo Werner with a pass, and Werner was able to put it through the goalie's five hole, if you like hockey, and or nutmeg, if you like footy, and uh, score the goal. And it was really nice play from Musiala and Werner. I thought they worked well together on that play, and it was it was a feel-good moment for a lot of reasons. So for Musiala, it's, again, another one of those breakthrough kind of, of plays for him where we've all seen this talent, and it's about time that he starts getting recognized for it and recognized with playing time. And I think if he continues to do this, if he continues to create offense for both club and country, it will be impossible to keep him off the pitch. And I'll tell you what, I really like him playing out wide. I know that he's an attacking midfielder by nature and even – Earlier in his career as a youngster, even younger than he is now, he was a striker, but I think that he really works well on the wing between his pace, his dribbling ability, and, and just his, really his uh, talent for making defenders look nervous really bodes well for him playing out there, and he can do so many things. I think he's got a bright future on the offensive flank outside. Now listen, he's talented enough to move inside at some point, but how he plays on the wing right now is exactly what both Germany and Bayern Munich both need from that position. Uh, so Germany took a 1-0 lead in the halftime. They were completely dominant. I mean, it was absurd uh, how much possession they had and how they controlled play. They were never threatened. At times, Bernd Leno just looked like he was bored. He probably could have laid down for the majority of the half. There was just no action for him. The second half was really much of the same. Uh, we did get to see... Marco Royce, uh, Jonas Hoffman, and Serge Gnabry come in uh, at the 60th minute. Later on, we saw Leon Goretzka come in the 73rd. And Florian Wirtz made his debut in replacing Joshua Kimmich in the 82nd minute. But it was back in the 77th minute where Leon Goretzka fed Leroy Sané a pass. And Sané took such a great touch and then just rifled a, a really, really perfect shot. And uh, put Germany up 2-0 there in the 77th minute. And it was... To be honest, it was, it was really good to see that for Sané. Uh, I will criticize him as much as anyone. What I thought I would be criticizing him for at the beginning of his Bayern Munich tenure is not exactly uh, what irritates me about him. His effort and his will are great. I mean, he is always pushing for more and trying to be better and working hard. That is not the issue. His, his real issue has just been really being consistent and in his ability to show his skill and talent. He has not done that well. He's not performed. So this was really good to see him come through, keep that same work ethic, and uh, really maintain that throughout the game and then rely on his talent to make a big play. I think that's a, that's a great sign. I hope it gives him some confidence because that's what he needs right now. He needs to remember that he's the type of player that's capable of making plays like that impacting games. So I'm hoping that this is the start of thing, good things to come for him. And, uh, you know, overall on the game, it was just a tremendous performance for Germany. They dominated. And sure, a lot of people would like to see a 5-0 or 6-0 scoreline, but that wasn't going to happen in this. Liechtenstein was not going to let that happen. They weren't even going to try and advance forward. So this was always going to be a match where you were going to have to break through 11 players. And Bayern was able to do that twice. So I think you have to give them some credit for that. I love the way they consistently look to attack in new and creative ways throughout the game. And, uh, you know, I, I came away impressed and happy with the effort. 
As for some individual takeaways that, that I saw throughout the match, I'll, I'll start with a couple of things. I really did like the work that Timo Werner and Kai Havertz did working centrally together. They interchanged a little bit, but uh, I really liked it. I thought Hansi Flick uh, did some interesting things with them, and I think there's this could be something that we see a decent amount of. I know Thomas Muller will be back, and that'll definitely integrate even more creativity into the mix there. But I think Flick has something, and more than anything, he just has an idea of what he wants those players to do and how to communicate to them to get them to do what he wants. And since he, you know, going back a couple of years, wanted both of those players at Bayern Munich, it was clear that, that he had this plan and he was able to implement it in just a brief amount of time uh, that he's been the manager with Germany. So I, was, I came away really impressed with them. Obviously, Musiala and Sané, I thought, were really good. Did not think the midfield was great. And it's not because they were losing possession or anything like that. I thought Joshua Kimmich was a little bit off with his passing. He's always good, but I don't think he was quite as precise as normal. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan, I, did, I just, I don't know. He had too many opportunities that he could not capitalize on. I, I don't think he's that great of a player. Uh, if I was going to pick an 11 for Germany, he certainly wouldn't be in it at this point. Uh, I, I'm kind of looking forward to the day when Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka officially take over uh, the starting roles in the midfield. And maybe that day is on Sunday, or maybe it's, the game after that against Iceland, but either way, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I thought Nicholas Sula was great on the day, and I think one of the things that gets overlooked with Sula is his ability to play on both sides of the defense, and he was able to do that seamlessly throughout the game. He was moving either to the left side or the right side and covered a lot of ground. He was aggressive offensively, had some nice passes, and even interjected himself into the offense at times. Again, this is what you want to see from him. He was much more fluid, much more confident than he ever looked last season. And I'm not just basing that off a game against Lechtenstein, right? This is uh, an upward trend for Sula going back over the last couple of weeks. He really, I think, is starting to get that confidence in his knee back after, after having an injury two years ago. And he looks good. He looks really good. And I'm happy to see that Hansi Flick put him out there because, again, a player like Sula, who has kind of been maligned in the media and by some fans, he's it, eventually that does hit you. I don't care how confident of a person you are. When you hear and read so much about how poorly you've played, there's a little part of you that probably starts to believe it or at least make you makes you self-aware of what people are saying. So with Sula, I, you know, I think he's a great talent. I was happy to see how he played today and how he's played uh, throughout the beginning of the season for Bayern Munich. So this was another step in the right direction for him. Baku out on the right side, I thought was a little shaky. Now, defensively, he was not tested because Lechtenstein rarely moved forward. But I thought uh, he just was not that great on the ball. His passing was a little off. And I don't want to say he had a bad game because he didn't. And I don't want to crush him because he's a young player. And you know this was his first big opportunity with Germany. I just didn't think he was quite a... Uh, I guess, how could I phrase this? Ready for primetime player. Uh, definitely a talent. Definitely looks like he's tracking the right way to be an impact player for Germany, but definitely has a way to go. And uh, I think that there has to be a better option at this point. And that better option might be Jonas Hoffman. And Hoffman is an interesting name because we saw him linked to Bayern Munich last week. And one of the stories in the background of that transfer rumor was that both Hansi Flick and Julian Nagelsmann 
both view Jonas Hoffman as the kind of player who could operate as a right back or a right wing back if you use a back three. And it's very interesting because Hoffman played right back today, and I thought he was very courageous uh, and aggressive in moving forward. And he was also able to track back. Now, again, we'll see how that would work out against France or England or Italy or whoever, but uh, Hoffman did show me something there, and he might be the kind of player who might be able to shift from either a, you know, what you would call a midfield, attacking midfield role to right back because he does possess some of those qualities that would make him successful there. I liked enough of what I saw of Hoffman there that I want to see more of it. And as for Baku, again, he's a player, young player heading in the right direction, maybe maybe just not uh, ready for that yet. I just think he needs a little more time before he is ready for the Germany 11. Again, just my take, and I'm not going to crush him. He was good on the day, but just he has some... Parts of his game that need some work. Uh, Tilo Kerrer, I thought, was, again, he was okay. Uh, he was, it wasn't really challenged. Uh, Sula really did the majority of the work back there. Kerrer was okay. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. Again, I, I feel very similar to how I felt about Baku's performance with Kerrer because uh, it just wasn't as impactful as I would have liked to have seen from him, and maybe there was a purpose for that. So, uh you know, again, not a bad performance by any means, but uh, I think that, you know, he obviously would not be one of the starting two center backs if Germany had everyone that Hansi Flick wanted. And that's, uh, I think that'll about do it for this episode. Again, overall, good win, good way to start the Hansi Flick error. I thought it was an impressive performance. I'm not faced by the fact that the victory was only 2-0. I thought it was, uh, you know, a really strong effort, and I thought the players responded to Flick, and that's what I wanted to see. So it was very encouraging for me. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening to this. We appreciate it. Anytime you are able to tune into Bavarian Podcast Works, uh, you can find any of our contributors on Twitter. You can get us at Bavarian FB Works, at Jefferson Fenner, at The Barrel Blog, at Tommy Adams 71 and at BFWINNN. And for all the latest and greatest in football news, Bayern news, Germany news, and transfer rumors, be sure to just check our site at www.bavarianfootballworks.com. And that'll do it. We will see you next time.